people of the Plannerverse, welcome to episode 30, where the gruesome twosome are here to discuss the Bauhaus of planning. Welcome, welcome my co-host. How are you? Hi, Steve Morton is here with me. I am Karineta of Masyan, and we are here to engage your auditory experience with filled with all kinds of planning loveliness. And so we begin our podcast number 30. Congratulations, by the way, Steve. I didn't think you'd make it this far. (laughs) Still going strong. (laughs) What do we mean by the Bauhaus of planning? We're talking about form following function. We've already discussed uh, which size to pick and how to go about picking a size. And so this podcast begins with the assumption that you have already settled on a size. And so where do you go from there? You've you've figured out the size and you say to yourself, I've got some inserts. I've got to put them inside of a planner. Now, whether you're using ring planners or bound planners, that's all up to you. But how do you go to a point where, how do you travel to that point in your mind where you say, yep, this is the planner I'm going to use and it's going to work for me because I have looked at all the options and I'm taking an educated guess because at the end it's a guess until you actually put your inserts in, isn't it, Steve? You see so many people saying, is this the one? And then it's got some deal breaker somewhere because a pocket isn't here or it doesn't have a second pen loop or... Etc. Etc. There's something that always breaks. There's something that doesn't quite sort of come together. The price doesn't necessarily always come into these deciding things, surprisingly enough. Um, uh, but you know, even if I just look through my collection of ring-bound things, I can sort of pick out elements of the different ones just in, say, the Filofax range in the same size. I, mm. I like that bit on that one, and I like that on that one, and but. The, that don't make one with all of those good bits I'm all in con- one thing. I'm convinced that even if we were able to cherry pick all the good parts mm. of a planner and put them together, we still wouldn't be happy with them no. because it would be off on something. Yeah. And so I, I, I sincerely send this message out to everyone who's struggling to find the one planner or the planner piece that everyone seems to be going after. Um, look, it's not out there. I, I hate to break it to you. Yeah. There's no cheese at the end There's, of that tunnel. <laughs> there are some interesting, if you even, you know, when, go totally custom on the thing if you wanted to. There are certain design rules that you can't break, for instance. Like in some of the smaller planners, you can't go for horizontal um, card slots because the cards then clash with the rings in a ring bound planner. You can have horizontal ones, though, on a bound planner. And I've seen people say, ah, I like the layout of that on on the bound, but I want it um, horizontal instead of vertical. But look at my, I'm showing Steve my wonderful Amica right now, Mm. Julio Amica. Um, It's got horizontal cards. Above personal size yes you can do that oh above personal size yeah. i see but when I it's as narrow as 95 mil paper size you do end up with problems because you end up having to if you can't put the card slots at the very edge of the planner then you end up with the sort of inside yeah. edge 
clashing with the rings. I'm looking at my uh, um, personal Amicas as well, and I don't have that problem. But there's only three card slots. Mm. And I'm sure that if there were more, that probably it would yeah. get in the way. Um, that's one of the things that's a deal breaker for me is having those horizontal or vertical card mm. slots. I don't like to have the vertical ones. It freaks me out because I can't see what's <laughs> written at the top. Why yeah. do I only want to see a small bit of it? I yeah. want to see all of it. Um, so so, the, so the what's the deal breaker that... for you, Steve? What would be a deal breaker? It doesn't bother me too much. What the... Because... Uh, Part of the reason for doing this episode, <laughs> there's always going to be a background <laughs> reason, isn't there? Cunning devil, is I was trying to sit down and decide myself if I was to settle on only using one planner mm. in the future, what would it contain, and what would the you know what what would I actually need in terms of layout internally that satisfies all my needs now one peculiar thing is if i'm going to be carrying this thing around yeah it must be able to carry securely my passport because that's where my i put my passport and documents in the planner that i'm carrying around with me rather than in my wallet sure keep the two separate Um, so that was if you like one criteria that I wanted. And and it, just to slow you down for a second, it makes sense, right, to keep them separate mm. because in case your wallet's ever stolen, your passport yeah. is somewhere else. I'm assuming that's why yeah. you separate them. Yeah. Okay. Plus I you know my the, my sort of wallet functionality thing that I use as a wallet, that's in two or two parts. I, I have a wallet with cards, you know, credit cards and that sort of thing and banknotes. Mm. That's one item. And I have a little coin pocket thing, which is a little fold-up leather thing, mm-hmm. which carries coins. Because, again, trying to find a... a you know, it, it, just because we, we're discussing this for planners doesn't mean to say I have the same difficulty finding the perfect man's wallet. Look, I'll tell you right now from a woman's perspective, everyone, every woman listening to you right now is nodding their head going, yeah. we understand what you're talking about, Steve. Preach to the preacher. Yeah. Um, we get it because it's the same problem when you're dealing with planners is trying to find a mm. home for everything, but that mm. can also be separate from itself so that they yeah. don't clash and they don't touch and they don't yeah. you know, have all that yeah. stuff happening. And, and the same applies when you're looking at um, I hate to mention this three-letter word, bags or purses. <laughs> right. It's the same issue there, isn't it? Of you know, course it is. That's why it takes forever to find one. You decided you're going to have a sort of an everyday bag. Yeah. And you know what you need to carry in that everyday bag. That that sort of volume con- constraint, if you like, yeah, is the same. Um, but the actual functionality of the bag. Is the sort of nightmare the, the functionality and the context in which it's yeah. going to be used is just so, yeah. so it varies so much. So are you going to carry it by the handles or is right. it going to have a shoulder right. strap? So the same thing really for me is trying to work out this. You know, if you were to try and come up with a, a sort of a checklist, if you like, of if you were looking, if you were looking at the whole marketplace, and you said right. I'm going to have my list of things listed on a piece of paper. Right. And I'm going to sort them into a priority order, uh, be it how many card slots it has, whether it has a back pocket or not, 
whether it has zipped pockets does it have secretarial pockets because i know they're popular as well or slip how pockets many, yeah slip pockets how many pen loops the things got right right uh, you know all these little items which go to make the whole thing up the exterior thing part of it well yeah okay you might want to include an exterior pocket there as well in some extremes well but, so i think you have to separate then aesthetics from function and that's yeah. why we're talking about the bauhaus so it's the yeah. form following function that means function comes first mm. the function has to come first and yeah. then it has to look a certain way and yeah. so that's why there's always this huge discussion for me as to whether i go with the miyakara model or the amika model mm. i really like the amika model because it it gives me the plain classic binder mm. i don't have any kind of pockets to, to have to fuss with. No. And if I do, I just have a couple of secretarials and off I yeah. go. But the question then begs itself, if we were to ask in the sense of, well, if you were stranded on a desert island, which one planner would you pick? Well, you would want to pick the planner that allows you to get off the island. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so it would be ridiculous. The context is so important here. So when you're asking yourself, which planner is the planner for you, you have mm. to ask yourself, what is the context that you yeah. are always functioning in? And it's always a different context. I'm right? sure a lot, of, a lot of people go, they sort of pick the thing up and looking on the outside of the thing, oh, that's a nice color. Right, right. And I, I wonder sort of, you know, in, in the sort of scheme of seeing it to purchasing it at the other extreme, at what point on that scale of, say, 1 to 10, at what point did they make the decision? Was it they saw the cover color and they held it and that, that decided it. What Anything that came after that, actually opening the thing up, was, you know, it was, well, I'll, I'll live with that. Yeah, well, see, that's clearly a man talking because as a woman <laughs> making decisions, um, I see, ooh, shiny, and I buy it, okay? I don't care what the style or function. I mean, I do care, but it's like a minimal thought at that point. If it's a beautiful pink, if it's something that's really caught my attention, I would be very keen on, on buying that planner, um, at least to have the experience of the color and then later on use that as a bouncing off place to figure out what works or what doesn't work in that planner and if the rings are changeable for example and so on so for me the amicas always come with smaller rings i always end up getting bigger rings because i just i just mm. like them um, but it's quite possible to have smaller rings like you have found with your filofax yeah. heritage and what is that 20 mil 20, 20 millimeter 16. Right? 16 oh my goodness it's even smaller than that yeah so, I mean, that's absolutely works. fabulous for just getting around town yeah. and feeling like you've got the real estate page size of mm. an A5 because you do and being able to yeah. haul that on your shoulders or on your back and not feel like you're carrying the weight mm. of a completely full 35 millimeter ringed uh, Miyakara, which makes a huge difference. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, oh, the, the thought went through my head of, you, you know, in your case, you're sort of focused on, let's say you're going to buy um, a pair of shoes and you go into the shoe shop and you go, oh, look, handbags. Right. That's exactly <laughs> it. That's exactly what happens because you need handbags <coughs> to go with the shoes. And when you have something that's lovely pink, I'm holding my little pink Amica up. I'm, I'm fondling it in front of Steve. Um, you see, there is a lot of emotional attachment that comes with these planners, which is why... 
at Plannerology, we focus on the first class lifestyle because what do you want to do with these planners? You mm. want to be able to develop your life. Mm. All of these planners, if we look at it at any point of view, is really about self-development. And if you're going to look at a context of which planner do I need to pick, one that has 16 millimeter rings or one that has 35 millimeter rings, mm. you're really looking at which inserts you want to carry. And I think yeah. that was a very, very smart question you asked. It was mm. very astute last week when you mentioned something about what <laughs> inserts do you carry. It sparked off a fury of conversation online because it's true, Steve. And I, I will confess now that at the time when I issued that question, I did actually have the heritage here already. Yeah, because you're a potster. I know you. <laughs> I know. But it got my thinking, you know, how much stuff do you actually need to carry with you at any one time? And I'm guilty as anyone. I, I, you know, I have got large ring organizers. But, you know, when push comes to shove, how many of those pages you're actually looking at at any one time? But can but, you distinguish as a man? I, I think this is really a biological decision-making mm. skill. Because as male, can you distinguish between what you actually need and what you actually want to have with you? See, this is where I let myself let the male fraternity down slightly. I, can, <laughs> I think like a female sometimes. Is this our the basis of our friendship right here? Probably, we we finally found it. <laughs> No, this is the silly thing is I actually get it quite a lot in terms of, you know, the way that, you know, the the female generation think in terms of, oh, that's nice and oh, I like this and I like that. And I understand that. And, you know, people are quite open in showing me the inside of their planners and the way they organize and all the rest of the thing. Mm. And and I know loads of guys would think, you know, what, what on earth you, you know, what's all that about sort of thing? I don't know. Anyway, but um, no, I, I sort of totally get it. And because um, I go through the same sort of thing and, you know, I, I'm quite open with some of the questions I pose at times. And people must wonder, why is he asking that question? But there's always a reason behind it. And, and sort of, you know, how many pages do you need to carry was based on the idea of, I've thought of this idea with a bit of influence from you, of course. Um, it's all your fault. Um... <laughs> it usually is. I take all the blame. I have no worries. There's bail money. Bobby has but, bail money set aside you know, for I'm me. I'm thinking about this in in a sort of logical way. So I posed the question. Mm. And then I just was going through the sort of motions of preparing to do this review. And then, you know, I was quite excited, as you will couch uh, um, agree with about actually trying this thing out for real mm. um and and it and it works and and my thought is is in terms of any sort of planner you can sort of start with the very sort of simple end of things with something that just contains the book right or the pages on rings or whatever it is with no pockets whatsoever you know, it's just literally a cover. A cover maybe. with rings. Or or not. Or not. As just a cover, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so that's at one extreme. At the other extreme, you've got something that's fully populated with every conceivable type of pocket, slot, whatever. Popper pocket, zip pocket, right. back pocket. <laughs> pocket pocket. <laughs> and, there's, and obviously there's loads of stuff in between. Let alone 
price range. Sure. But they all still function in in they all provide the same to a certain extent. The the main function is protecting the, those paper pages. Yeah, they house they house what you write on, right? That's yeah. it. They're the housing mechanism. And so how sexy or how sophisticated you mm. want to get with your planners is really taking a good look at how you're using your planner and the context in which you're yeah. going to use it. So for example, that's why we have the episode on, well, which planners are you going to take when you travel? Because yeah. if the context is travel, then you then have to split it up about, well, is it travel by air or is it travel by car? Mm. Because if you're going to have access for the most part to something that you don't have to carry on your back, then why bother with something heavy? Mm. But what happens is when we run into the conversation of the extremely sophisticated, like let's take, for example, the A5 Miyakaras that have the pocket pockets and all the kinds mm. of pockets and flaps and things that you need. The question begs itself, why are those pockets and sleeves there if not to use them? Right. True. It's got all of those credit card pockets. The the intrinsic value of it then from a pl basic Plutarchian conversation mm -hmm. would be let's fill up the credit card slots with credit cards and make this thing function as a wallet. That would be <laughs> me because it it's screaming to be used as a wallet. But then you try that out. I've tried that out and it becomes a fumbling mess at the, at the grocery store. You can't. Yeah, so what is the bad. point? What is the point of all of it's The point is to try and find use outside your inserts of how you're using your planner. Mm. So so for you, I know the conversation is um, making a wallet also out of it, right? Mm. Have you ever tried to use... Oh, yeah. Been yeah. There, done that. Where, yeah, got where are you at with this conversation now? Is it a completely separate wallet or is it a planner? Or... No, totally separate. No, I've, I've tried the sort of organizer slash wallet combination before. Um, it sort of worked for me. But the thing where it f fell down was the coins. The coins just make you too yes. heavy. I always just give the coins away. I don't know what to do with the coins. I'm always yeah. so stressed. So <laughs> when I got the separate coin pocket thing, that sort of gets rid of that problem in in terms of weight. Because the, the weight of the coins in, in the sort of cover pocket or somewhere in the thing either increases the bulk of the whole thing or just the weight just goes through the roof. Um, so another thing I would also add into your decision-making equation, if you like, is not, uh, not only have you got to decide what inserts, what size you're going to have, and how many, because that's going to dictate your ring size and what have you. Right. But also have a long, hard think about what other things do you need to carry? How many pens? How many um, other, you know, things like documents, be it passport, mm -hmm. other sort of stuff that you're not checkbooks. Some your... people carry their checkbooks. Yeah. Some people carry postage stamps. I know I've yeah. got an array of papers sometimes that I need to carry with me just based on which client I'm going to see. Mm -hmm. And all of that, you're right, makes a difference in the kind yeah. of planner you're going to pick. How many um, different packs of stickers are you going to have in there if you're using sort of stickers as part of your functional planning? Where do you keep your Hello Kitty stickers, Steve? I don't have any Hello Kitty <laughs> stickers. Yeah. Prepare the postman to receive a deluge of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's another one, the postage receipts, right? All yeah, the receipts that we get from mailing and planners and keeping um, planners. 
there's you know we all carry a variety of documents now some of them you don't necessarily need um, immediately to hand so the, the fact that your planner sat in a bag mm. you don't want to keep getting that in, in and out you want might want something that you can hold in your hand or whatever and, and other another thing to consider and I've seen this done a lot these days is where do you carry your phone yeah you know your mobile phone your yeah. iPhone your Android phone or whatever right do you incorporate that into your planner as well I've been asked no, will my will an iPhone fit in the pocket of an X, Y, or Z? Right. And so I've got still got an old iPhone 4, although I suspect not many people have got that sort of size phone these days. But interestingly, as phones have got slimmer, so they fit their pockets better now. Right. <laughs> so some of the um, organisers that I've got um, have got external pockets. Of course, they they they're p- perfect for. Um, for Fine. carrying of course when you've actually arrived and you want to use the planner the yeah. best thing to do is to take the phone out because it just it just right i was going to say i used to use my um i used to use my medium mia to mm. carry my iphone and i have the iphone plus six plus mm. so it does actually fit in the medium mia pocket uh, mm. inside the snap pocket but i've got to take the cover out yeah. off so if i do use it then i have this phone sliding around everywhere when i do take it out of the pocket to use it and then it just becomes this mess and another important thing to consider when you want to consider which size or which type of planner to use is are you readily going to access it i know that mm. unless my notes are written in a5 I have a very time, hard time mm. accessing my planner. I mm. don't have a propensity to want to open up a personal sized planner and read what my to-dos are. It's it's more of a tracking mm. device, the personal size for me in my mind, the way that my brain works. Whereas if I have my A5, I'm tempted to use it all the time. And yeah. I, you may have found that also with your mm. new Filofax heritage, just the fact that you have all I this real brilliant. estate. It, it, it's brilliant. It's, yeah. No, I'm kicking myself literally for not. <laughs> Let me do that for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll sort of bend over in front of the camera. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> literally, it, it's just been a dream. The fact that I'm just sticking now just to one planner and just carrying thing around and it is so lightweight it doesn't it's not a big deal now for me to just yeah. carry this upstairs with me if I'm sat upstairs with the laptop or the you know my iPad and what have you that's that's another point worth considering as well the number of people that ask about will the pocket the back pocket or the inside pocket or whichever pocket it is fits say an iPad mini Mm, yes, because I remember. People, or a Kindle. Yes. I have, I, yes. I've put um, Kindles will slot into the back of some A5s. Kindles uh, keep getting just, smaller and smaller. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, so they're, yeah. they're, as the electronics are going down in size and slimmer, so they're more, you know, easily easily sort of slipped into the um, a sort of a back pocket or if, something like that. If anyone to cares to know, my medium Mia has also fit my iPhone 6 without the cover into the snap pocket mm. while it also housed a Kindle without the cover in the back pocket mm. and shut perfectly fine. And yeah. I had big 35 millimeter rings mm. on it. So it's a whopper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then imagine carrying that around. I just, I grew so oh, tired yeah, just, of it. Well, <sighs> when I was being playing around with A6s, I found that the uh, Rodia pads... You can slot those. I put, I did one of my little clever hacks of 
cutting the the back, the, you know, the card back. Oh yeah, yeah. To the width, the correct width for a, a credit card slot. Sure. And slotted it in, and it thought, it thought look, perfect. <laughs> but the trouble is, is it does make it just that bit bulky, and I thought, well, you know, I do these things a lot of the time just to see, well, can you do this? Because somebody out there might want to you know, might find a better use sure. for a lot of these hacks. Yeah. But I think, Steve, what we're trying to get to at the point of this podcast, I think it comes down to the fact that unless you are actively using your planner, mm. all the inserts that you want to carry around with you or have mm. to carry around with you or the inserts that you look at won't mean a damn thing until you actually use them. Yeah. So you've got to find a format that allows you or gives you the space to feel comfortable enough to always open your planner and always have the information you've written at the forefront of your day mm. so that you're not going about missing things or feeling that you're not writing things down or that you're missing appointments or there's some gap that's being created as a result of you not having the right uh, planner type because mm. the size I think is already think... it's a whole other issue I think it's the the issue, if you like, for someone who is just starting to use a paper planner. Yeah. Is the hard one that they're most probably going to be swung more on what color it is, what um, size it is, and whether they like the look of the thing. But I would hate for one of those that sort of person that's decided at that level to stop using a, a paper planner of whatever type it is yeah simply because of the fact that the, it didn't have the right interior or whatever like that and they didn't think to go and look at other options sort of thing i think it's easier for more experienced user someone who's maybe used a paper planner of some description for say a year yep. or two yeah they've settled into it they know what works for them they know how how full the pages get or don't get so they they've they've optimized on a particular size because of their handwriting or however busy sure. they are therefore it's a lot easier for them to then um decide on right so that's definitely the size now what else do i need and they they must know or would hope whatever stuff they need to carry with them yeah, and that's part of the curating your life process. Mm. You have to curate your planner. So, for example, I know I really like B5 size. I'm. It's hard for me to try and find inserts for mm. B5, so I often have to create my own. Mm. But it's also difficult to have to switch back from B5 to A5. And so yeah. I'll have to standardize. At some point, I'm going to have to pull the plug and say, okay, what's the size that actually goes with planning? Mm. And so I'm sticking with A5 when it comes to everyday usage because the B5 desk fax, for example, is not conducive to carrying around everywhere. Yeah. It just becomes a bit of a whopper. Yeah. Um, so one of the issues that one should consider, like you said, when they're just looking and they maybe people get discouraged by not having had the right fit. For example, I'm going to give this example and see maybe this fits for you. I know, Steve, you talk a lot about the cotton cream inserts that Filofax mm. has. I tried them out this year in my A5 and I absolutely don't like them. 
Mm. Um, because it clashes with the colors. I do a lot of color coding and mm. that cream color doesn't allow those colors to look as vibrant as I would normally want no. them to. So very I'm, subdued. It is very subdued. So yeah. I'm actually contemplating doing a set of DIY fish inserts for my A5, which would then duplicate it and make it even larger than B5 mm. if I wanted to have, because you have mm. foldouts and all sorts of things mm. that move about in the in the fish inserts. So I think that would be a very nice layout for me also but you have to consider ring size because if mm. <laughs> if you do duplicate something as uh, thicker pages and all that adds to the volume <laughs> so there's so many moving parts what would you say steve what's the biggest tip that people can take away when choosing the medium that they're, they're going to use for their planner that i think if you're sort of in the market for a new planner and you're deciding on which one it is and you'd say you've got a completely open mind about it yeah take whatever you're using now take it apart and look at all the individual bits if you like of what what the contents are together with how you're storing all of those contents now so that you know which bits you like which bits of design you like which bits you don't like and that sort of thing and and try if you can to sort of prioritize, you know, that's a definite must. I'll, you know, that's okay. And, you know, any elements of design that you don't need, you can sort of put, well, if this one's got this zip pocket, but right. I don't necessarily need a zip pocket. Right. Um, um, f for me, it comes down to planner planning. I like yeah. to do exactly what you said is take out a sheet of paper and I every season I go through and I say what each planner's purpose is. Mm -hmm. The A5s do the planning, the personals do the tracking, the B5s do the big strateg strategic thinking, yearly planning, that sort of thing. And mm -hmm. so if you assign a task to the planner, then it for me it's easier to figure out what kind of inserts or what kind of features you want the planner to have. Mm -hmm. And so so where can we find you, Steve? You'll find me on the floor or something. <laughs> <laughs> and once, no, you, you'll once find we've me picked in the you up, places of filofaxi.com and travelersnotebooktimes.com and on Instagram as Mr. Filofaxi. And you can find me on Instagram as Karina Tovmasian following Mr. Filofaxi. And you can find us at planarology.com and planarology on Facebook. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, please email me, steve at filofaxi.com, with your ideas. Thank you.